Good morning. Today we receive good news of great joy because today to us is born in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Well, Merry Christmas to you all and welcome to Zion Lutheran Church this morning as we have the opportunity to lift our voices in praise and thanksgiving to our Lord and as our Lord comes to us through his word and we celebrate the coming of Christ into this world. Before we begin our worship this morning, uh, I'll ask you to continue to pray for Charlie Coates and for Jim Long, who are both recovering from illness and both at Lima Memorial. So please keep them in prayer. Uh, just a quick reminder, congregational meeting on January 8th, following worship. Uh, uh, details of that have been sent out to members and details in your newsletters as well. And you can pick up newsletters in your box if you haven't done that yet. Are there other prayer requests that we should be made aware of or other announcements anyone has to share? Yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Great news for Christmas. It seems Nancy's treatments are going well. So, right. I'll invite you then to take a moment to prepare your hearts and prepare your minds for worship as we listen to the prelude.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you with all word and deed, by what we have done, and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us. So that we may lie in your world and walk in your ways to the glory of the world. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. to God in the highest and peace to God's people on earth. Almighty God, you gave us your only Son to take on our human nature and to illumine the world with your light. By your grace, adopt us as your children and enlighten us with your Spirit. Through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. A reading from Isaiah. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger who announces peace, who brings good news, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Listen, your sentinels lift up their voices. Together they sing for joy, for in the plain sight they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together in singing, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations. And all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. The word of the Lord. We will say it responsibly by whole verse, Psalm 98. 
Sing a new song to the Lord, who has done marvelous things, whose right hand and holy arm have, seen, have won the victory. You remember your steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Shout with joy to the Lord, all you lands. Lift up your voice, rejoice, and sing. Sing to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the voice of song. Let the sea roar and all that fills it, the world and all those who dwell there within. Let the rivers clap their hands and let the hills ring out with joy before the Lord who comes to judge the earth. The Lord will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. A reading from Hebrews. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. When he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the worlds, he is the reflection of God's glory in the exact imprint of God's very being. And he sustains all things by his powerful world, or word. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited and more excellent than theirs. <clears throat> for to which of the angels did God ever say, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Or again, I will be his father, and he will be my son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, Let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, He makes his angels winds and his servants flames of fire. But of the sun, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever, and the righteous scepter is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. And in the beginning, Lord, you founded the earth, and the heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like clothing, like a cloak you roll them up. And like clothing, they will be changed. But you are the same, and your years will never end. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning, God. 
Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. You may be seated. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm sure you've had this observation before. I certainly have that when someone brings a baby into the room, all eyes are on the baby. Right? The baby is going to be the center of everyone's attention. And you can't ignore a baby, right? No matter how, how much of a tough guy you are, how much you might think you're not a softy, when there's a baby in the room, you're going to wave to the baby and you're going to make eyes at the baby and, and you're going to pay attention to the baby. But I think there's a way we can, we can use that to connect with our reading this morning because it's interesting on Christmas morning, we don't get the stories of the gospel that's so familiar to us. Right? We don't get all of the details of Mary, of Joseph, of the two crowded in, of the shepherds and the angels. All of that familiar Christmas story, we don't get. John assumes that, we've, that we know that story. He assumes we know the details. Right? And so it's like those stories, those gospel lessons, they bring the baby into the room for us. We see the baby, we see Christ coming into the room and our eyes are directed there. But our reading this morning, the Gospel of John, he hands us the baby. He says, this is the baby. Get to know him. Understand who he is. This is the baby. And so, in straightforward, simple terms, John is telling us who Jesus is. Who is the Christ who has come for us? And so this reading from John 1, according to Martin Luther, is the most important gospel reading of the church year because it points exactly for us who Christ is. And so as we look at this text, I think one way to look at it and to tackle it is to follow John's lead in asking, well, who is Jesus? And what John does for us is he gives certain titles he ascribes to Jesus 
particular titles. So for example, first, John says that Jesus is the word. The word's a familiar Greek word, logos. And he's saying Jesus is the logos of God. That Greek word, logos, that's where we get our word logical. And logos is this big, encompassing word that means everything that is reasonable and rational. The logos is the fabric and the principle which makes the world make sense. It's why two plus two equals four. It's why up is up and down is down. It's what makes the truth true. Without this logos, the world cannot exist. And so John is telling us that Jesus is that principle. When God spoke creation into existence, this was Christ. Christ is the word that brings all things into existence. What God wills, the word brings into being. And so the word reveals the mind of God. And so the word, the logos, is not separable from God. That is to say that the word is God. We say that Christ is the only begotten word of the Father, the word that's always flowing from God and is always identified with God. They are one. As Christ says, I am the Father, are one. And so John wants us to know that the, that the Jesus we see in Luke chapter 2, the Jesus we see in the familiar Christmas stories, that is God. That baby in the manger reveals to us perfectly who God is. And so if we want to see God, if we want to know God, we will see him in the person of Jesus Christ. And so whoever receives the word, that is whoever receives Christ, is receiving the fullness of God. But the second title John gives to Jesus is that he is life. John says, in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. Later in the gospel, in John 11, Jesus will say, I am the resurrection and the life. Right? In calling Christ the life, John is doing more than just saying Jesus is a living person. Of course he's a living person. But he's telling us that Jesus is the author and the source of life. That means wherever Christ is, their life will be also. We see this throughout the Gospels as well. Jesus raises the dead, he heals the sick, he brings forgiveness of sins. And it's not because he's just a miracle worker. It's not because he's a magician of some sort. Right? In ancient times, there were magicians and healers who claimed to be able to raise the dead and heal the sick. And we have no idea if those stories are true or not. But the point in the Gospels is that Jesus doesn't raise the dead or heal the sick through magic. Instead, Jesus is sharing himself with those because he himself is life. This also means that he is eternal life. He's life that doesn't end. We know John 3.16 so well. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. It's not an economic transaction of sorts. It's not that eternal life is a payment for living a good life. It's more that Christ is given to us. And because Christ is given to us, we have life never ending. We open up our hands and we receive this baby 
and we have life. He is giving himself to us. Christ is life. And when we receive him, we receive life. The third title John uses for Christ is the light. This is to say that Christ shows all that is true and good. He dispels sin and darkness, everything sinful and dark in us, Christ dispels. <coughs> Excuse me. Light always dispels darkness, and not the other way around. Where there is light, there cannot be darkness. Where Christ is, there will not be darkness. Christ reveals to us perfectly God's love, and he leads us into the way of holiness and righteousness. And so Christ is the guide of our life. He shows us the way to the Father because he is the way to the Father. So John has told us that Christ is the word, he is the life, and he is the light. And so this morning, in the quietness of this morning, we celebrate that the word, the life, and the light has become a baby for us, a baby quietly laid in a manger for us. And this is why Luther says the gospel is the most vital reading of the whole church year, because the word has become flesh for us. We have hope. We have hope that we are not alone in this world. We have hope that we can be saved from our sin. We have hope that darkness is not our eternity. And we have hope that the grave is not our final destination. Indeed, the word, the light, and the life became a baby in order to take our sin for us, to take death from us, and to defeat darkness for us. That is what he did for us. He overcame darkness because he is the truth, the life, and the light. And as John tells us, Christ has become a child so that we also be made, can be made children of God. We are made to be co-sharers of the life and the light. And so you also now bear the word of God inside you. When you're baptized, you're washed with the word. When you receive Holy Communion, you receive the word. When you trust in the word that's preached to you, you are receiving Christ. When I, as a preacher, stand before you and declare to you the entire forgiveness of your sins, I do so because the word has made it so. All of this is possible. All of the good news that we know, all of the good news that we believe is possible because the word has become flesh, because the Son of God made himself into a baby in Bethlehem. And so Christmas is nothing short of that truth. Christ became human for you. Christ became man to give you eternal life. And so that baby is handed to you this morning. And that baby is your life. Amen.
together, let us stand and confess our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their need. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks that your Son, the Eternal Word, has become flesh and dwelt among us full of grace and truth. Extend his praise into all the world, that with us many would come to hope in his love. Lord, in your mercy. Send forth preachers to publish your peace and to bring us your good news of happiness. Keep all ministers faithful to declare your gracious reign in Christ. Bless the work of missionaries at home and abroad, that all the ends of the earth may see your salvation. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, because your Son became man, we know that all people are created with dignity and loved by you. Bring peace and goodwill to all people on the earth. Bring an end to all violence, war, terrorism, abuse, and exploitation and help us to live out the truth of the Incarnation. Lord, in your mercy. As our families gather in this holy season, dear Lord, give us patience that we may be slow to judge and quick to forgive. Comfort the lonely with your presence and help us to extend the welcome of our homes and the friendship of your grace. Make us mindful of those less fortunate who celebrate this feast in poverty and want and teach us to be generous. Accept with our offerings the living sacrifice of our bodies to your service and our voices in praise and thanksgiving. Lord, in your mercy. Your Son upholds the universe by his word of power. Grant our nation to walk humbly before you. Guide our leaders, especially Joseph, our president, and Richard Michael, our governor, and bless our soldiers who stand watch this day. Keep them in safety as they serve us and uphold their families while they are apart. Lord, in your mercy. Merciful Father, guard and keep all who are sick, lonely, overwhelmed by grief or poor in spirit. Especially we pray for Jim, Sandy, Charlie, Ron, Judy, Carol, Amanda, Brad, Leroy, Marilyn, Nancy, Rose, Tony, Carolyn, and Joyce, that they may be comforted and healed according to your good and gracious will. Let them look to Jesus Christ and to be reminded that he is the light no darkness can overcome. 
Lord, in your mercy. Receive our praise for the faithful lives of the saints who have preceded us in death. We thank you for the witness of the Blessed Virgin Mary, for St. Joseph, for St. John the Baptist, and pray that with them we might point others to your Son. With all of your saints, bring us in the hope of the day of our resurrection, when your Son will forever be our light. Lord, in your mercy. All of these things and whatever else you know that we need, Grant to us, dear Father, for the sake of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And now the peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, maker of all things. Through your goodness you have blessed us with these gifts. With them we offer ourselves to your service and dedicate our lives to the care and redemption of all that you have made for the sake of him who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And now gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Bless this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen.
peace. Christ the Savior is born. Thanks be to God.